Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. What's up, everybody? Hi. I just did some yoga in my office. Lately, I feel like I'm coming back to life in the best way um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I was down with an infection and I took a day off and like didn't eat very much for a couple of days and was sick. And then number two, I have been getting coaching and taking my own work from lack and insufficiency to abundance and enoughness. And I have just felt the difference in my energy and in my body. Today, we're going to be talking about how the body is an instrument of integrity. The body never lies. And the body, your body knows how to solve your problems. Creepy much? I love it. (laughs) So woo. And yet it's so real and it works. So the main thing I want you to understand today and what I'm going to be teaching you to help you achieve and create, although the best way always is to hire me for coaching. Like I can teach you all the things for free on the podcast and it's like they logically click and they're in your head, but in order to get them into your body and into your life and implemented, that's coaching right? So we're rewiring the brain one thought system at a time, and it just takes some time. So lizzielangston.com forward slash consult, come work with me. But I will just say that reconnecting from being up in your head and as women, that's where we end up is up in our head. A lot of the time, and we'll talk about why to down in your body is what will help you decrease your anxiety and manage it. Come out of depressiveness and better understand what's creating your depressiveness. So when you go from your head and you go into your body, and I'm going to talk about what that means, you have the answers. Believe it or not, in my coaching with my clients, this is the main skill that I teach them is how to reconnect to their body. It's easy to do on a coaching call right? Or if you're listening to a podcast and just like try a little body scan for a minute, but it's learning how to do it so that in the moments when you normally would be screaming your head off or panicking, it's doing it then. It's being able to go into your body when your body doesn't feel comfortable. Here's what normally happens. Okay. I'll give you an example. Let's say you just had a baby and you, the baby's crying and you're not sure why. And what normally happens is we feel anxiety in our chest and probably down in your stomach, there's some tightness, your heart's pounding, your teeth are clenching. That's what's happening in your body, but you don't know that you're up in your head going a hundred miles an hour like this. I wonder if she didn't eat. Maybe she did eat. Maybe did she get enough food? Is she still hungry? Do you think she's in pain? Let me feel her stomach. What do you think the doctor would think? What is my husband going to think? Is she going to wake the other kids up? Right? 
That's where we go because the body feels scary. But here's what I offer. So same example, baby's crying. Maybe it's the middle of the night and you don't know why she's crying yet. And you start to feel the tightness in your chest and you start to feel the clenching in your stomach area and you start to feel your heart rate go up and you start to feel your mouth get tight. If you're my client and if you've been doing this work, what you're able to do is take your mental awareness and put it into your body. So whether that means you close your eyes or not, it's totally possible. Don't let yourself get confused, by the way. Your brain's going to be like, what? How do you do that? What does she mean? Yeah, keep listening, but the confusion is actually just fear. It's actually very intuitive to know how to do this. It's your body, for goodness sake. You're in it. It's just a matter of doing it despite the discomfort that might be there. Okay, so moving on with the example, you're, you're holding your baby, you notice your clenchedness in your body. And so if you're my client, you're taking a breath, even if it's just a short one, right? If your chest is tight, you're probably not getting a really deep breath, but you're not freaked out about that. You're not like, oh my gosh, I can't get a big breath. Oh my gosh, what's happening? You're just noticing it and you're curious about it and you're seeing it. Baby's still crying. You're still bouncing her on your chest, but you are in charge of what's happening in your body. You're noticing it. Okay. And being in charge, by the way, doesn't mean, no, I'm not allowed to feel this. I'm freaking out like dictatorship. It's just the curious King who's just like, okay. Or queen who's like, Oh, what's, what's going on with my subjects today? How are we? Right? So we are noticing the tightness in our chest and we're meeting it where it is. We're not running away from it. We're not thinking it's a problem. We're not avoiding it by running for miles an hour in our head with a million different thoughts, trying to solve a problem. When our body is like this, it's so hard to have access to our best creative juices and our most calm, wise choices and intuition, right? What do you need more when your baby's crying and you don't know why than that mother's intuition? But when anxiety is present in our body with this example, it's going to be very difficult to access the wisdom in our body, in our gut, right? Just those feelings and those senses that we can have using our body when the vessel, the precious vessel of our body is completely blocked to us and taken up with anxiety. And we are just staying upstairs in our head. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. So I have an episode, I think it's 42. I want to say it's on processing emotions. You can check out that process. 
I notice sometimes people want to feel confused about the three steps I say in there. And even my sweet clients sometimes are like, okay, wait, how do we do this? And I really want you to consider as you listen to this episode, there is not confusion. It's just clarity. It's just going into your body. It's closing your eyes and feeling what is in your body, which means you're not thinking and you're not listening to what's in your brain and your mind. We just don't want to let go. That's what really happens. We don't want to let go because we're grasping for control. That's why anxiety is created. And I have episodes on that too. So in this situation, we are in, we like, if it were me and my baby was crying, I would probably want to close my eyes just to be able to better focus on my body since my ears are hearing noises of baby, right? And so I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to breathe and my brain's going to want to start talking to me and I'm just going to tell it that it's okay. And I'm just going to listen to my body and I'm going to notice the tightness in my chest. And it's a curious neutral observer. And all of a sudden, slowly, my breath starts to get a little bit more free, still kind of tight, but I'm noticing it starting to ease up and my stomach starts to unclench. And right about then is when you have an idea, like maybe it's this. Okay. So when you go into your body, you're able to find the answers. They come in the form of a thought in your brain. But I really want to suggest that what your body's doing is integral to what your brain can do. And so if you want to change your life and if you want to change thought patterns, it is a joint relationship. It's There's a marriage between body and mind and knowing how to navigate that and what to do with your body and how to use your body in order to free up your mind so that you can, it's like symbiotic, right? Goes back and forth, back and forth is everything. It's so powerful. You become confident, calm, more present, more sure, more grounded. You get back in touch with passion playfulness. Those are both things that we want in our motherhood that we cannot have when we're not in our body. And when we are stuck in our mind, most of the time. Now you might be thinking, how do I know though, Lizzie? Like this all sounds awesome. I want that. How do I know if I'm stuck in my brain and if I'm not really in my body? So the first way you'll know is if you have aches and pains that are pretty bad and you don't really realize them until they're hurting quite a lot. And you're not proactively taking care of your body. You're just kind of like, that's how you know you're in your head most of the time. So for example, let's say you work a nine to five, or maybe you work part-time and it's sitting at a desk and you're like furiously working away and answering emails and da, 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 da. And then by like 4 PM, you're just like, Oh my back is killing me. Yeah. So there was pain in your back and this isn't a criticism. It's not like you're doing anything wrong. This is just like, Oh, I'm all, I'm disconnecting from my body. Right? So there was pain available for you to witness and to feel that was not as big or as an intense. And had you been checking in with your body and breathing and, you know, just scanning your body and all of that, 
you might have been able to maybe do some yoga on your lunch break or take a five minute break and stretch. But when we're in our head, we don't do those things. Another example is let's say you're in the bedroom with the hubs and he's like turned on and he wants to initiate something and get something going sexually and it totally catches you off guard. And you're like, oh, wait, what, 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 why are you touching me? Like, what are we doing? Right. You were miles away in your head. There were probably cues being given and you might've even been able to connect, right. And like be turned on in your body. And there you both are turned on how fun, but like you were miles away in your head. I'll give you another example. Let's say your kids just want to play with you. Like mommy, mommy, come play with us. And if you feel very resistant to that and you're like, oh no, and you're like peeling them off of you because you really are just like, I want to go do the dishes. But there's a part of you that wants to play with them and you kind of know that would be or could be fun. And you might even feel guilt, but like you just don't. You just go do the dishes or go do whatever that you think you should be doing because you're in your head. You're not asking your body. You're not making space and time for your body. Now, as you hear these, if you're anything like me, you might feel kind of sad and it's okay. It's okay to let the tears come up. It's okay. If you feel disappointed, kind of let down, kind of bummed as you're starting to come to terms with this reality that you are in your head a lot of the time as a mom and as a wife, another way, you know, you're in your head is if you just don't really like make time for fun. It's not a priority. You don't really know what you would do. You're just so involved in your head and the to-do list and the shoulds that there isn't this playful experimental, what do I feel like doing right now? Listening to my body, connecting with my body and having access to your inner playfulness and passion and purpose and wisdom and peace. The peace, (laughs) peace, playfulness, passion, purpose. It is the saddest thing. I think it's sad. It's unfortunate when we get this way, but there is a solution. Now, first I want to talk about what I said I would talk about, which is why, why do we get this way? I just want to explore this a little bit as I did a lot of work to get back into my body, um, with coaching and healing from depression. I started to realize that our society definitely prioritizes productivity versus playfulness in the professional world. And even in motherhood, which sometimes has a flavor of professional, depending on which Instagram accounts you follow and who you listen to, as far as what you think, you know, how you think your motherhood should go, which that's another thing. We're listening to other people. We're not asking our own body. We're not getting curious about our own signature motherhood based on our body's energy, based on our passions and our playfulness and the versions and the activities that we would enjoy, right? That's a different conversation. But I think that overall, for example, is it really appropriate to dance while you're waiting in line at the DMV, right? It has been socially deemed not appropriate. Like don't dance, right? If you're five-year-olds kind of dancing, yeah, maybe for a kid, but eventually between the age of five and 15, somewhere along the lines and by sure, for sure by 25, we've learned not to dance. 
not to listen to our body and do what it wants to do. Now, am I saying like you always have to, or like we just do what the body wants no matter what? No. Sometimes there might be a time where it feels like we want to just buckle down and get something done, but when we're connected to our body, then we know, okay, I'm going to be at my desk all day. I'm going to do this activity before I do that. Or, okay, I was just at my desk all day. What does my body want? It wants to stretch and relax and go take a bath or whatever. All right. So there's ways to still be socially appropriate and take care of your body. But the tricky thing is, I think along with learning social appropriateness, sometimes we just, in order to be socially appropriate at a young age before we were, maybe our body was ready and we didn't know exactly how to facilitate our body's needs and be socially appropriate, we just turned it off. Off, just turn it off, right? Especially another piece to this is women, right? It's not okay for you to be want, like to be turned on. Men, it's just like socially written in the books. It's okay for them to like be turned on. We make space for that societally a lot more. We tend to than for the woman. It's more okay for her to be, have intellectual pursuits or domestic pursuits or crafts that she wants to do or beauty and makeup and whatever, but to be turned on and to enjoy like eroticism and and like her own pleasure and body and even fantasize about like a future husband like that being in your body and, and, and enjoying what your body lights up and has within it. Yeah, that's not, it's kind of like, nope, not so much, not until you're married. And then the expectation and the desire of men or society, however we want to paint it is that the woman, yeah, she needs to be good in bed, like make it fun, please me. Right. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say men are bad and you know, society and the patriarchy. I'm not like, I'm not delegating responsibility here to anyone. I think that there is some stuff that happens and this is just so interesting to look at it. So take or leave any of this. If you're like, "Mm, I don't like that. That's fine. Totally. don't have to, but I have done some reflecting on this as to why women and moms get so in their head. The other piece, and this is probably the one that might hit home the most, is the shoulds. The shoulds, the obligation, the motherhood box, the law of Moses, I mean law of motherhood <laughs> that we put on ourselves of of like, yeah, this is what a good mom does. I have to do this. It just has to get done. I hear women say that all the time. They just think it's like true, like the news. No, but somebody has to do the dishes right? They ask me, no, not right. No. Right. And so we're just living in the land of obligation and shoulds, which is the land of your head, because of course it's not the land of what do I want to do? We're not asking our body. We're not getting in touch. We're literally like tuning that out and just doing the shoulds. So what I help women create is a motherhood where they are asking themselves first and what that looks like and turns into is actually a motherhood full of passion and playfulness. Now you might be like, Oh, that sounds so amazing. And this just seems so simple. Like, okay, I just connect with my body and I get this amazing, like all these things that I've wanted forever that I feel sad that I'm not actually feeling in my motherhood. Yes. It's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, but 
I wouldn't say it is simple in the sense that your brain fights to keep you in your head. Like if you've been there, it just wants to strong arm the things and keep you in your head. So there's a lot of deprogramming. That's why I work with my clients for months at a time. And that is coaching. Coaching is the way, is the avenue to go from your head to your body, not just once after you listen to a podcast or trying to do meditate here and there, trying to be better about it, like actually creating a permanent change in your life. And it's not always easy. I'm thinking of a particular client who hired me. It's we're going on five or six weeks of coaching and I've watched her be afraid of making these changes. Like what's my husband going to think if I just don't do the dishes, right? When we stop living out of obligation, there are some fears that inevitably come up because our brain is afraid of what's new. So I call that the river of misery, (laughs) And it's not actually misery. It's just new emotions, new emotions that are the price of change and transformation. But if you are sold, if you're very clear on the result you want to create and the consult is to help you get clear, but I know you guys, you are purposeful, driven, self-motivated women. Okay. And you Don't settle for a life that you don't love. They ain't got time for that. You've got too much you want to give in your legacy and leave in your legacy for your motherhood. And there's too much good that you want to do to be drained and living in a small box of obligation. Am I calling motherhood small? Absolutely not. But does it feel small in our body and quiet and shut out? when we're just doing things because we should. So if you want to awaken your senses, if you want to return to calm and peace and presence and playfulness, maybe you were like that when you were single before you got married. And maybe you honestly, when you honestly answer, you're like, I've never been able really to be like that. Maybe you were an oldest child and there were a lot of expectations put on you, or maybe in your family of origin where you were raised, You were shamed for having a lot of emotion and really expressing it and connecting to your body. You were called dramatic or you were told that was inappropriate and to stop. It doesn't matter. What matters is where you want to go, how you want to be now, how you want to teach your daughters to be, what you want to model to them. If you are on fire to do this work, if you are like, yes, I know this is the work I want to do. I want to change this. And you're willing to feel anything. I'm the coach for you. It's lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. I know you can make the changes. I help clients do it all the time. It's just a matter of money and time and your commitment. So if you're there, I'd love to work with you. Hop on a consult and we'll talk soon. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.